It is Friday, December 18th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we have news from Dennis Erb Jr. and Circle City Raceway, and then we dive into sprint car drivers who made the most of limited tour starts. But first, this episode is brought to you by Blood Lubricants. Have you checked out Blood yet? If you're riding in your car at work today listening to me and thinking, I'm not a dirt racer, why do I care about racing oil? Let me stop you. Besides our high-quality synthetic racing oils, Blood has all kinds of other products. Yes, racers should absolutely check them out because, you know, you can basically have all of your needs covered by uh, by them in, in kind of one stop. And we've talked about all of the race wins they've had in 2020. But non-racers will find all sorts of great products as well. If you need oil for your side-by-side or four-wheeler uh, four ATV, Blood's got it. If you need high-quality ATF for your car or truck, Blood's got it. If you need penetrating lube or some cleaning products for your garage, Blood has got it. Uh, if you'd like to see the full line of Blood products, visit bloodlubricants.com. That's B-L-U-D, lubricants.com. You can also click the banners at the top of the pages at dirttracker.com. And when you're ready to buy, Blood is offering Dirt Tracker listeners a nice little discount to get 25% off most products. Use code DIRT at checkout. That's D-I-R-T, all caps, at checkout. On the heels of recent driver announcements for the Ward of Outlaws Late Model Series, we had another yesterday with Dennis Erb Jr. committing again to run the full series uh, full-time in 2021. Erb has been an outlaw regular the previous two seasons, finishing sixth in the standings in 2019 and improving to fourth in 2020. In 40 starts last season, he had one win, 11 top fives, and 22 top tens. He was one of the hottest drivers to finish the year with seven top seven finishes in the final 10 races, which included his win and two second-place runs. He averaged an eighth-place finish over that final stretch. If he can continue that pace in 2021, an eighth place average would probably put him right in that top uh, top fight for the top three in the point standings. Uh, One big area of improvement for Herb and his crew chief, Heather Lynn, in 2020 was their qualifying average. From 2019 to 2020, they improved better than three positions a night uh, in time trials on average. It's much easier to have a good night when you're qualifying it closer to the front each and every race. Herb joins Boom Briggs, Ricky Weiss, and Cade Dillers as drivers officially announced by the series. We know Chase Youngins will join them as well. The new Circle City Raceway in Indianapolis continues to flush out their 2021 schedule, and yesterday they announced plans to bring back Thursday Night Thunder. The quarter-mile dirt track, which is located at the Marion County Fairgrounds southeast of downtown Indianapolis, will host six Thursday night programs in 2021, each featuring 410-wing sprint cars and a rotation of other divisions. The first of those will be a May 20th race for the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Other Thursday Night Thunder dates include July 1st, July 22nd, August 5th, August 19th, and September 16th. All 410 sprint car races at the track will be included in the track's weekly point standings. These Thursday night shows will be in addition to an already diverse open wheel schedule for the new racetrack that will include the aforementioned All-Stars, USAC National Sprint Cars, and Midgets, and the ASCS National Tour. To keep up with everything happening with the track, follow them on Twitter at Circle City Dirt and find Circle City Raceway on Facebook. We did this a few weeks ago with late model drivers, and I wanted to circle back and do the same thing with sprint car drivers by taking a look at who made the most <clears throat> excuse me, of limited starts this season with the World of Outlaws and All-Stars. Racing with a touring series is obviously very difficult, and it can be even more difficult for those guys who don't get to do it all the time. I think it's interesting to kind of dig into these numbers and see like not only who made the most of limited starts, but it kind of gives us an idea you know, of who we should be paying uh, you know, kind of attention to in the future as, as potential race winners and maybe new challengers for some of the big series. 
Now I'm going to mention Kyle Larson here. Uh, he didn't run a series full time, you know, in 2020, and obviously his 2020 season was completely ridiculous. Um, he's off to NASCAR uh, next season, so we, you know, don't expect this torrid pace to continue. Uh, but in 27 All Star starts, Larson ended with 14 wins, 22 top fives, and 25 top tens. He won better than half his starts and was in the top ten at 92 and a half percent of the time. He also led 365 laps. At one point, he'd won eight starts in a row. With the Outlaws, his numbers were similar. He made 27 starts and won 12 races, had 19 top fives and 23 top tens. That's 44% of starts ending in wins and 85% ending with top 10 finishes. Um, and all that came after three rough nights to start the year at Volusia, where he finished 5th in a B-Main, 23rd and 16th. Uh, I'm not sure we'll ever get to see a season like we did from Larson this year. Moving over back to the All-Stars, I have three drivers I want to spotlight. The first is Ian Madsen. Uh, between multiple rides, Madsen did well with the All-Stars in 2020. He ran 22 races and ended with 8 top 5s and 17 top 10s. He didn't win, but he did lead 48 laps. That type of consistency probably helped Madsen secure that McGee Motorsports ride full-time with the series next year. The next driver is Anthony Macri. Macri star has been on the rise in the last year or two, and he was a force with the All-Stars on Pennsylvania racetracks this year. He made 14 starts with the series, 11 which uh, came in PA. In those 14 races, he had a win, 7 top 5s, and 11 top 10s. That's nearly 80% of his races where he finished in the top 10. You know, whether he chooses to stay in and around central Pennsylvania or get out and travel more, Macri clearly has the talent to be a serious contender. Uh, he's definitely a young driver to watch in the coming years. The last driver I wanted to spot with the All-Stars is Cap Henry. In 12 series starts in 2020, Henry had three wins, five top fives, and five top tens. For a driver that only runs around Ohio and only made 12 starts, it's incredible that he won three races. Two of those came against really stout competition during Ohio Sprint Speed Week, and the final win was at Fremont in the All-Stars last race weekend of the year. The Fremont race had 45 cars, and Henry topped a field that included Corey Eliason, Aaron Reitzel, Christopher Bell, Shane Stewart, and many others. You don't often see a guy come in and be able to cherry pick wins like that from a tour and if you look at it only Kyle Larson and Aaron Reitzel had more all-star wins this season than Henry did that's pretty crazy to think about as for the Outlaws, the one driver that stood out in limited starts was James McFadden. He ended the season with a win, 9 top 5s, and 12 top 10s in 22 starts, driving for Casey Kane Racing. If you stretched out his ninth place average finish over the full season, he would be right around 6th or 7th in the point standing, so he'd be right in the mix there. He ended the season as the 5th hottest driver on the tour, and that was during a pandemic-affected season where he wasn't even sure he'd be able to get from Australia to the U.S. to even race. Um, McFadden is definitely a, a guy I would like to see out full-time with the Outlaws at some point. He's clearly got the talent to compete on a nightly basis and he's a nice guy to boot so if you'd like to see more stats and numbers check out dirttracker.com slash analytics streaming schedule is pretty quiet through the weekend USAC 24 7 is going on every day over at flow racing and the only other show is an uh, is outlaw cart action from red bluff out in california that's streaming saturday over at fast four media things will kind of stay quiet through christmas with just a few shows happening and then action starts to pick back up after that with some racing down under and then the tulsa uh, tulsa shootout gets underway on december December 30th. If you'd like to see that full daily streaming schedule, you can find that at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Friday and a good weekend. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker or twitter.com slash dirttracker and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.